Hello, this is Pastor Jay with Walk of Truth Radio Podcast. This segment is from God's Gift Through His Word. Uh, fellow podcaster Tanika Drake, we did a she did an interview of me about deadbeat dads. Please listen and enjoy, and don't forget to comment. Thank you, and have a blessed day. God's gift through his word listeners want to share your opinions give feedback or tell me what you're thinking send me a voice message voice messages are an easy way for you to send me audio that might end up in a future episode of God's gift through his word they're the latest feature from anchor the platform I use to make this podcast so you want to send me your thoughts comments questions or even some suggestions I can't wait to hear from you, and if you even want to be part of the book signing that I'll be doing, I am looking forward to hearing from you. So remember, you can send me a voice message right now from wherever you're listening. Just tap the link in my show notes. I can't wait to hear from you. You're listening to God's gift through His Word with Tanika Drake. Yeah, that's right. Dr. J, how are you doing? I am great. How about yourself? I'm doing all right. So we're going to try this again, right? Right. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to see. So here we go. Hello, everyone. We are on God's Gift to His Word. And I have Pastor Jay from Walking Truth Radio here with me. And we are going to try this again about the Deadbeat Dad series that I've been trying to get finished. So we're going to jump right into this. So, Pastor Jay, how do you feel about deadbeat dads? Well, and, and you know, as it has evolved in my thinking, and I'm going to do a, a quick sidebar: deadbeat parents, and particularly deadbeat dads, because we're going to have a discussion at some time about deadbeat moms, which is never really said, but they do exist. But deadbeat dads, um, is a father that does not have financial social, spiritual uh, relationship with your children and make a conscious decision to be a hindrance and not a help to their child development through giving them uh, or not giving them those things needed to become a effective uh, loving adult. And what they do is they damage their children in ways that are hard to overcome, male and female alike. For the male child, he doesn't have foundation on how to be a man. For the female child, she doesn't have the foundation 
or what to expect in a man. So the same result, you get sometimes, not all the times, two dysfunctional people when it comes to relationships based upon their relationship or non-relationship with their fathers. Fathers are important. They're so important that our society decided uh, in the 1960s to create a welfare system to, to push the father out knowing that that those children would have a lack of foundation and would constantly depend upon the government. And now we have generational welfare and now the table was turned and now they don't want to pay for these children and want to push these children to the side along with abortion. We got rid of a whole generation. Some are here and been thrown away because of no father and others are gone because there's no father. So we've done our society as a whole, especially African-American society as a whole, uh, damage because of deadbeat dads and what they're deciding to do. And, you know, not think about this. It had to start from some, somebody had to start off and people seeing, the son seeing that I don't have to take care of my children. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It has to start somewhere. And again, we're at the point now where we have generational deadbeat dads. The grandfather, the great-grandfather was a deadbeat. The grandfather was a deadbeat. And um, the dad now is a deadbeat. You know, we had songs growing up. Papa was a rolling stone. Wherever he laid his hat was his home. Well, that's fun to sing, but that creates a situation and a culture of deadbeat dads. Yes, it does. You know, no commitment, no discipline, no wanting to raise up what you produced. And society says, you don't have to, we'll take care of them. But what ends up happening in the African-American community, when you decided with the government to take care of your African-American males and now females, the goal is to incarcerate them. Mm-hmm. One of the fastest growing populations in prison is, is black females. They're doing this crimes that weren't heard of back in the day, just like the men. And at the core is is families in general, but the lack of the male figure of a solid um, one of integrity. Someone that would raise you up with some kind of work ethic. You know, let's let's just deal with the basics. Let's not even be spiritual. Just a solid work ethic. You know, you take pride in going to work and providing for yourself and your children. Men have no pride. There's a lot of men, and I just, and again, remember when I'm saying this, we're just talking. I'm not saying all men, but there's a high proportion of men who don't really care about themselves or take care of the next guy, and that their children, I mean. And that's I mean, that. It, it really is, Pastor Jay, and you know, I, as uh, I was listening to you share about all this, it makes it really hard for, like in the relationship aspect of everything, because we are human beings that have to have relationship with one another. And when you find that the deadbeat dad goes out and creates another family, which of course we know he has no right to do, but he does, and then leaves a string of children behind, then you wonder and people look at the mom, well, what did she not do 
to keep her husband or significant happy for him not to provide for the child. And somehow it ends up falling back on the mother to have the responsibility to take both the father role and the mother role. And just like, it's, 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 I don't know how you balance that when the mom has to have so much. Yeah, I mean, in reality, what we when we say stuff like uh, she takes on the mother role and the father role, in reality, she takes on the role of the complete provider in absence of the father, never really quite fulfilling that role, mm-hmm. but doing the best that she can. Exactly. And yet, in our society, that falls solely on the mother. I don't care how many uh, uh, women's rights and all that stuff, women bear the children. And in America, if you don't have a husband, or you even do have a husband, if they decide not to participate in that part of the relationship, mm-hmm. it's easy for them to opt out. Yes. And you can't legislate integrity. You can't legislate discipline. We have laws in the place in all 50 states to so-called try to corral this man <laughs> take care of his children. Mm-hmm. But has it worked? Of course it hasn't. Because what they do is go further underground and be worse. I have men in my age group, in the 50-year-old age group, that has never taken care of their kids, and now their kids got kids that are not being taken care of by who their daughters have slept with, and they owe so much child support that they never will have nothing. So they're about to go into retirement age, never actually working above board, even for their own retirement, because they've always worried about child support. And child support becomes the enemy in the deadbeat dad's mind, versus it really becoming their friend. Mm-hmm. Being a divorced parent myself, I'm not speaking from what I didn't experience. Yes, at first, got the divorce, shocking to my paycheck, there was this thing called CS, child support, that was taken out. But you know, it became a friend because I didn't have to worry about it. And once I got past the initial shock and the anger and all of that stuff, I began to look forward to taking care of my children. Not just with what child support said, but with over and beyond that. The reality is whatever you pay, that's not what you would pay if you were really in your children's life. So we did private school and all that kind of stuff. And I stayed in contact with my children. And this really before I became a Christian. I knew from my father and my mother that we take care of our own. Okay? Right. Now, was I the best father? Probably not. But one thing my daughter has said, or has said, Dad, you've always provided. Now, was I always emotionally there? No, because I was doing some things I shouldn't have been doing. But I had the sense of, I had to provide for my children and their eating and their well-being. And that's where it starts. Don't worry about the emotional if you ain't providing them something to eat. You know? Yeah. Don't worry about the spiritual if you're not providing them something to eat. And we're not talking about the guy who can't get a job. We're not talking about that guy. We're talking about the guy who gets gainfully employed and makes a conscious decision not to participate in the well-being of their child's life which leaves their child damaged. Can they overcome it? Of course they can. Some get coaches, some get mentors. But what I'm running into now, because it's generational, meaning this didn't start you know, 10 years ago, 
it goes further back, even into slavery, whereas the buck used to go around and make babies, but never had a relationship with none of them. You know, for us, <coughs> excuse me, um, it causes us problems, and we can see what it causes. You know, we 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 are we are almost at the height of that experiment. So a father is important because he sets the foundation, he sets the security. I mean, I think about all the discipline lessons that my father taught me. Mm-hmm. They have spilled over into my everyday life. You know, showing up to work on time is not showing up five minutes beforehand, but showing up 30 minutes beforehand so you can set the tone for yourself. I learned it as a child. Do something right the first time so you won't have to do it again. I learned that as a child. How did I learn that? Because my dad, me and my brother tried my dad and did some things wrong and hoped that he would approve of it. And guess what? We had to do it all over again. Hmm. You know, I'm running into guys now who would rather follow their girlfriend because they're so worried about their sexuality and losing the sex they getting even though they're not in a relationship under God they're so much worried about that that they'll leave their job to follow their girlfriend and that and that's un, and my mind says that's that's like unbelievably unacceptable <laughs> yeah but that that is what's out here a deadbeat dad well, you know what, Pastor Jay, and we we have been talking a lot about all of these different these different relationship aspects, and it's no wonder why there are so many people that don't trust and always think that when they talk to a man, women specifically, I know you could talk to the male aspect, but if a woman sees a man maybe just in the store and he says hello, she's already thinking, does this man need to come with an agenda? already thinking like forward way past beyond like I'm not trying to get involved with him because I'm going to be left with something because people think that women when they have these kids not all women I'm not going to put that big broad brush out there but they think that all women just want to have these kids and they have no intention of really taking care of them by themselves I don't know. I don't. I mean, for me, I don't know what woman wakes up in the morning and says, "Hey, you know what? I would like to have kids by myself. I don't need a man. I'm good." Well, that's the next step when when you don't have good men. When you have these deadbeat dads out here, and they're in in, in society's mind, they're considered the norm. I mean, what do you need him for if he's not going to be there for you? But then what happens is it's too late. You know, you have the first one the second one and you know for the life of me it, it, I, what I don't understand is, is this woman you know he got kids you know he don't pay some child support over there mm-hmm. but some of the you think that I think yours I think what you have to offer and I don't want to get vulgar but what you have to offer uh, plays Starkle, uh, Star Spangled Banner that now all of a sudden if he makes a baby with you he's going to start paying let me let, let, let me let you with some women in on the secret if he's not paying over there, because that woman thinks hers plays the Star Spangled Banner too, don't think, I don't care what he tells you, don't think he's going to start paying over here. Mm-hmm. And if you don't require that he pays over there before you start letting him make babies over here in you, you're the fool. You're the fool. Every relationship that I've been a part, that I've been, uh, have the, pri- the privilege of watching develop where the, where the young woman gets the man and he never he don't take care of his so-called shorties over there or he tells us some kind of lame excuse 
the woman won't let me and I really want to do it. I don't, I don't want the men, I don't want the man in my business, all of that foolishness. Yeah. Then what ends up happening is, is that, is that, uh, that situation, she falls for it. And next thing you know, she has a baby bomb. And then a year or two later, they ain't talking no more. And she's in the same boat as the next woman. Right. But she, and she yeah. used to have animosity towards this other woman because the other woman was trying to give her game. But you can't tell me about my man because you did this to him and that's the way he is. No, that's the way he's always been. He's a bum. Yeah. Okay? Dad beat that. <laughs> who don't take care of their children are bums. That's right. And they, you women, can only one that can stop them. Mm-hmm. If you decide to sleep with them and make babies with them, you're just perpetuating his ability to be a bum. Mm-hmm. Okay? You know, we were talking about this. And let's take it to the Christianity level. Mm-hmm. All Christians are called the celibacy. Men and women. When you come to Christ, you are called to celibacy. Sex is only allowed with inside of marriage to enjoy and procreate and do what you want to do. If you're single again, you're called to celibacy mm-hmm. until you're married again. But that's our problem. We want to. We we don't understand the, the the magnitude of sex, and we see the repercussions of it every day. The jails, the the how the the housing shortage, all this stuff starts with the fact that we don't know how to bring our lust under the subjection of scripture. And like you say, the the woman who wakes up and goes to the grocery store and meets a guy, man, she just need to go shop for groceries. Mm-hmm. Don't even think about that. And I, and, I, and again, and I'm saying point blank, but I know it's hard. Yeah. Because our society promotes being fluid. Remember we talked about that? Yeah. We've turned the word fluid into something that's sexual. Yes. So yeah, on, on, on one woman, do women, do what you want to do. <laughs> Be like the men. But the only problem is no matter how far we think we're getting society as the sexes, you are the one still stuck with the children. Yeah, and when you said that we were talking about that the gender fluidity that we have people think that when they just have sex there's nothing to it like there's no emotion attached like some men can do it and just move on but with women and I don't know why some of us think that we as females can do it like men and don't think there's no attachment you will be emotionally damaging yourself there will be emotional scarring just because you think you're going to do the NSA no strings attached FWB friends with benefits you will have some kind of emotional attachment that's what brings people together is that sexual intimacy that is designed for marriage so why would someone think that there's no emotional attachment and just think it's just sex it's more than that and it does cause a lot of heartache and pain even when women think oh I can do this like the men can no you cannot no because he's depositing in you and a lot of women don't understand the spiritual ramifications of men depositing their sperm inside of them. Okay, and you are you are you have that man's essence running around in you. 
whether you get pregnant or not. Okay? That's why you get all upset. That's why you kind of take on his tendencies. That's why you, because what has happened is there's been an illegal deposit into a bank that should not be. Mm-hmm. And because it should not be spiritually, it, it just damage. It is, and we want to say damage, not permanently damages, but it has an effect on you that's not good. Exactly. And 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 what happens? These men know it mm-hmm. because if 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 you go out here and do it enough times and get known in your community, then you still want a good relationship. But guess what? You'd have sex with too many men for the man you want. Mm-hmm. See, the most valuable thing that you have is your sex as a woman. And I always, you know, I use the, the million dollar story. If it's worth a million dollars and you give to one man, that one man got a million dollars. But if it's worth a million dollars, it's only worth a dollar. Mm-hmm. And is it right for men to, to, to judge like that? No. Is it fair? No. But they still do. Yeah. Men are raised high to have more women on notches on their belt. Women or not, no man wants to walk into a room and they have other men whisper about how they've been with their woman. And yes, no woman wants to walk in the room and hear the same thing, but guess what? That man will be praised. That woman will be called a whore. Exactly. So for the dead be dad, let's stay on topic, for the dead be dad, he gets to run amok without impunity to anyone he wants to because no one wants, no one stops him. And by the time he stops, he's an old man. Right. But and he's going to all over. Because guess what? Eventually, because he hasn't worked, his dating potential, other than the, the bottom of the barrel, becomes smaller. Right. But he still will make a baby. And he still won't take care of him. You know, the story of the Bible of, you know, David did a lot of things. And one of the things that David did was... He wasn't such a good father. True. And neither was Solomon. They weren't good fathers. And 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 because David was kind of a deadbeat dad on one end, mm-hmm. emotionally produced Absalom. He wasn't able to talk to his son and explain to his son about waiting and all that. He just let his son run with things. And that's that's our problem. Us our deadbeat dads have sons that are producing to be dads all over again. Help, yes. Coach, pastor, uncle, all of that. But there's nothing like a dad. There's nothing like a dad. And for our daughters, oh man, it's, 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 the, the women in their condition is not just, is not because the women have dropped the ball, but the men have dropped the ball of showing their daughters what to expect from a man who has a good intent of affection versus one of these sharks is trying to get in bed with you. You learn that from your father. Mm-hmm. The right kind of touch. The right kind of affection. You should learn that from your father. Well, I you think, know. Yeah, I think that's really hard, Pastor Jay, just to be flat honest, because even though I think the last time we recorded, we had um, discussed First uh, Timothy 5.8, where it said, but if any provide not for his own, and especially for those of his, his own house, he hath denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. What man can sit up and say, well, I've made all these kids, and you have 
10, 12 kids, but you're not around for any of them. And like you've already talked about, the boys and the the, the daughters, they don't know how to act really um, when it comes to things of relationships between other people. And for me, I know I'm doing the best that I, I know that I know how to do with my child. But you think about that because, you know, in their psyche, they don't really know why the dad is not around. And that is always something that plays for them. And you, as a mom or a dad, if you're a single dad, single mom, and not the deadbeat kind, and you try your best to be encouraging and nurturing at the same time, but there's that void that you cannot, you can't feel that void of the abandoned dad, the dad who's disappeared, the dad that does not want to have that relationship. You can't feel that void. You know, and on the opposite side too, for a mom, you know, the dad can't fit that void about the mom, wanting to have that mom, wanting to have that nurturing. And it does do something to the children. They wonder what happened to me? Why wasn't I good enough for the dad to be around? Doesn't even care to figure out anything about me. Well, you know, one of the things that I find quite fascinating is most of the mothers go out of their way to still try to preserve a relationship that don't exist. This is what you normally say. I don't say nothing negative about him. You're still protecting him, hoping that he comes, just like the daughter standing in the window waiting for her father to come or the son standing at the door with his glove in the hand waiting. You protect a relationship that don't even exist. I'm not talking about slandering the man completely, but my God, about time the children learn the truth, they've lived in a fantasy world of hope for so long, the resentment comes even stronger. You know, I'm not saying, and then again, I'm not, I don't have the answer to everything. I'm just amazed that when the women and I get, and I know they're doing it, believing that it helps their children, but my, you know, there's got to be the way to tell your children the truth so that maybe they can avoid it. Because guess what? If, if I'm a man and all my mom has done is made excuses for my dad, then what am I going to expect for the woman if I do that to her? She should make excuses for me. You know what I'm saying? We got to be careful how we frame our conversations with our children as they grow up in regards to their deadbeat dad. Because uh, what you could be doing is setting up, uh, uh, you, you've made it, you survived, and it's okay. You know, because at some point you need to tell that male child for sure, it's not okay. Well, of course. But I think at the same, I think when what you're talking about, because I, I talked to a lady that, that talks about that, and I don't really think it's to cover and to protect that male, but you want to give a unique and very distinct narrative where you, of course, you like you said, we're not slandering and not covering, but you want to give them as much as they are able to handle at their level, of course, and give them their time for when they grow up to be an adult and they go find their deadbeat dad or their deadbeat mom that the mom um, did not deposit a whole bunch of negative things so that they have to make their own decision. Yes, the mom went through stuff. Yes, the dad beat dad was terrible. But for you to go and say these things, your dad is this, your dad is that, they know because they were there, they've seen. You know, you don't have to do too much, but for them to make their own mind up and give them the decision, because these are young people that were raised to be adults. Let them grow up and, hey, this is your dad. Go out there and figure out who your dad is. I don't want to have anything to do, and this is for me personally, I don't want to have anything to do with how you create, 
how you feel about your father. And yeah. all of us should try to do that. I know it's not good to cover and I would never say that, but for your kids, they need to be able to grow up to make their own decision cognitively and say, hey, my mom never said anything bad about you, but I want to have this relationship with you, dad, mom. Let me see how you really are. Without you depositing your own two cents about your dad was a this, your dad was a that, you know, and I don't want you to be like that. Make them have that ability to go out and talk to their own father, their own parent, their mom, whoever, and make that determination without you depositing your own negative narrations of that. I just think for me, that's one of the ways that you don't cover, but you want to let them, you want to let them experience that person for themselves and they'll get to see, you don't have to go and, you know, cover necessarily, but if they're young enough and old enough to know at the same time, they were there to see, they might not be able to remember everything because it's been such a long time and they're young, but it will come back. It'll come back. Yeah. So you don't really yeah. have to cover, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? Normally once a dead beat, always a dead beat. Mm-hmm. They will find out quickly that, that the pattern of no integrity, no discipline, disappointment will always be in them. They will tell tell you they're coming and they won't show up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So yeah, that 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 pattern will continue. Very rarely have I seen a deadbeat dad change his life other than in truly in Christ and go back and say, Look, I was a deadbeat dad, but I want to have a relationship with you and I can't make up for what I've done. But I can go forward and show you that what I've done was not right. You know, and for that female who again I'm gonna give her benefit of doubt she fell in love with a guy he and he left her and he's not participating in the, in the life of the child I'm gonna give it love I'm not gonna give it lust I'm gonna give it love mm-hmm. then I would tell the female I'm I, I, I am sorry but this is the way you need to conduct yourself you don't need to be letting your children see men running in out your apartment, running in out your house, running in and out your bedroom because that fosters that no accountability. And I know you got needs and I know you got wants and I know you got desires, but all I ask of you women, make your home your sanctuary mm-hmm. for your children. If you got to do Make sure they're secure. Make sure somebody know where you're going. And, you know, again, I'm not condoning it, but I understand it. But there's a way, you know, the the, the one thing, you know, old folks say, my dad said, there's a way, there's a way to do the right, wrong thing right. Hmm. Okay, and that's secular talk. Because you shouldn't be doing it at all. But let, let, we deal with reality. Okay, that's about what about what? Let's walk in the truth of reality of where we're at in society right now. You know, uh, uh, being a believer, when it's at worst than an infidel, infidel mm-hmm. being worse than a believer, if you do these things, you are a non-believer. Yeah. Because Jesus wants to take care of us. God took care of Israel. And again, men who decide to walk away from what they made, think about this, just, that'd be like God turns his back on us. Yeah. You know, you, you, you don't believe you just don't believe and you can't tell me you're a Christian and a deadbeat dad all at the same time no, it don't work, work like that right you know you, hold on you done made 10 babies and and and, and you prayed that the mama, mama just disappeared so you ain't gotta pay child support no more that, <laughs> right. that happens a lot too 
Yeah. The mother just goes on and and you know she goes on living her life. She's tired. She's tired. She she's not been getting child support or support from you of, of any kind after so many years. She just goes on and lives her live her life. Right. You know, without you, without the support, and does whatever she has to do. And again, I pray that uh, some of these single men would have the heart for some of these children who have mother when they meet women with children that they have to remember the first thing they need to ask and find out is is the father active in their life mm -hmm. and if the father is they need to support that if the father's not they need to ask the question to themselves <coughs> or are they willing to step in the gap and fill the gap where the father had dropped them off mm -hmm. and if it's just something where you are preying on the woman who is low self-esteem got this situation going on you're preying on her then you need to step away and leave her alone. Especially if you're a Christian man. If you're heathen, you're going to do what heathens do. But I want you sisters to realize when you when you have these babies, some of these men look at you as bait in the water. And all they want to do is have sex with you. And they're really not trying to make babies with you. But if they see that you have multiple babies, a different men, or even just multiple babies by the same man, and you're not pursuing that man if they have a, you have a baby with them guess what if you're not pursuing that man they're going to do the same thing uh, when I was dating this young woman way back when I was younger I made her go file child support on this man mm. I said we're together and, and that's fine I'm going to do what I have to do but you need to do what you need to do okay and she did and he has it and it's 30 40 years later so you know it's one of those things oh well you know yeah. but but deadbeat dads they have an impact on our economy they have an impact on our, our culture they have an impact on our well-being as american and especially african-american and if our dads through the moms don't get it in under control which is not in control. This is why we have the situation we have. I mean, it's ungodly, like 70, 80% of the men in the penitentiary come from homes without a father. Mm. You think that's by accident? That's by design. Right. Because anybody of any intelligence knows how important a father and a mother. You can't beat the team of a husband and wife and a good family. You can't beat that. No. You can't beat it. It can't be defeated because that falls under God. And deadbeat dads, you know, I pray that you get saved and decide to take care of your kids. But it's hard for me to really understand why you don't want to do nothing for your kids. I'll understand the guy who was a was was a provider. Just I'm talking about providing food, shelter, clothing, and maybe lacking in those other areas. You know what I'm saying? Right. But to do nothing. And then on top of that, do nothing and be a hindrance. Yeah. Trying to control her. And you know you're not paying child support. Somebody need to take you to the woodshed. <laughs> hold on, hold on. No, let's go with my old, my, my favorite saying, my trademark saying, you need to go sit down somewhere. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're right, Pastor Jay. You know what? I was 
was thinking when you were when you were talking because um, when you said to make your home your sanctuary, and if you were out there doing, you know, of course the things you're not supposed to, that's also about safety. And I think you and I have discussed this before. Not only is it a sanctuary at your home, but you're creating a safe environment for your kids. And if right. they don't, you know, if they're not seeing these men or if it's on the other hand, women running in and out of your home, they know when they go into the house, they don't have some strange man hanging around. They don't have to worry about, well, what's this person going to do? And is mom just going to go condone with what that person there? They don't have to worry about that if you let your home just be for you and your children. And I know it's unfortunate. There's a lot of single moms out there that have to deal with this. I'm one of them. But remembering for my kids that safety is important and I am the only one that's going to be providing. So we all have to do our best, whatever journey that we have found ourselves on, to do our best to be safe and provide for our kids the best way we know how. And you can't always depend on those deadbeat dads. You, we already know that most of the time they're not going to be paying. They're just going to skirt out and you just do the best with what you can. So um, Pastor Jay, would you like to say something encouraging before we close this out yeah and I'm going to say this to the women realize your value your worth and if you can don't compromise it for no one the day you start the women in general across the economic social and ethnic spectrum start valuing who they are under God then the men will either raise up or step aside but don't you compromise and do the best you can that's all I have to say deadbeat dad you need to go sit down somewhere there you go Pastor Jay well thank you so much for for helping me with this episode and you guys don't forget to catch Pastor Jay all the time on Walk of Truth radio podcast he's always giving out encouraging words always giving something for Real Talk Weekend so you guys check him out he's also on Facebook Instagram You can find him everywhere, even on Twitter. So connect with him, reach out to him. And you guys have always been tuned into God's gift through his word. You guys remember to be blessed, motivated, and inspired. We will talk with you guys later. Take care. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. This is Althea with Wove Inspirations checking out my girl Tanika Drake. This girl is a motivator. She gets me motivated in the morning. Even though I am a motivator, every now and then I need to be motivated too. So I'm going to need you guys to check out Tanika Drake on Anchor FM. just want to encourage you this pastor jay be encouraged be blessed and be at peace things are going tough things are going to seem kind of screwed up just when you think you've made it something's going to fall the shoe is going to drop but guess what god is on your side he will never leave you nor forsake you these are the things that we all should have to count on when we're going through but as i told you many many times You have a bright, awesome future, and you're going to make it to the other side, no matter what. Just as things seem to be getting tough, they're going to break through for you because you have what it takes 
to endure, sustain, and maintain. You are that Proverbs 31 woman. So, smile, keep your nose clean, and go forward into your destiny. Peace. Hello, hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in today. I appreciate you being here. I hope you have thoroughly enjoyed God's gift through his word. Please don't forget to check me out on all the following podcast platforms, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, CastBox, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Podbean, ListenNotes.com, LoftyCast.com, Radio Public, of course, and Spotify. There are tons more podcast platforms. You can definitely check me out on any of those that you feel to do. And please do not forget to get social with me. You can find me on Facebook, IG, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Let me know how you found me. Let me know how we can get connected. And maybe you can also be a guest on the show. So I hope you're going to have an amazing day, an amazing night, an amazing afternoon. Whenever you tune into God's gift to his word from all the different countries and from all the different places where you tune in each and every day. I hope that you find this inspiring. I hope you find it motivating and I hope it helps you just a little bit walk a little stronger in your faith with the Lord. Have an amazing day. Remember to always be blessed, motivated, and inspired to do what God has laid on your heart. Take care and thank you for tuning in.